Welcome to Talking Not Ranting. My name is Alistair Field. And I'm Greg Smith. Welcome to our current topic series, The Struggle to Be a Good Manager. Now today, we're going to do an episode we're calling The Backgrounder. And I think this is a good time to talk about it, Greg. I don't know about you, but who are we? How do we come about doing this? And what do we want to do and accomplish? That's a great idea. I think it'd be great just to give... Uh... You know, hope we hope over the next uh, few weeks that we will get to know you a little bit better. You'll get to know us a little bit better, at least. And uh, uh, but it's great to start with a little bit of who we are and why the heck are we doing this? Yeah, I think the context is going to be really, really important. Inviting people into our conversation, I think it's just going to be a really, really good thing. Mm-hmm. So let's start off. Who is Greg? Who is Greg? Well, uh, my background uh, is uh, right now I'm a consultant and an executive coach, and um, I've been doing this for the past three years and kind of found my place later in life. I've always found, you know, kind of where I went to where I love, but I really found my place uh, the last three years being able to help individuals, teams, and organizations uh, think through who they are and who they want to be and where they want to go. Uh, but my career has been mostly in uh, operations to begin with and then found my way over into HR uh, early on in my career and it has spanned a whole bunch of different industries. Uh, maybe I can't keep a job, I'm not sure, but uh, normally the jobs do last for six years or so, but companies such as uh, in retail, Beaver Lumber to uh, Marriott, which was an amazing experience of you know kind of the, one of the top organizations years ago and still today, um, uh, Campbell's Soup, what, what bigger brand in the world is Campbell's Soup and being able to be a part of that manufacturing consumer products. And then uh, Porter Airlines, a small regional airline that gave me a completely different view. And then finally a company called Wolseley, which was a global distributor. And so I've had varying experiences, lots of experience being a manager, being managed, lots of things that I've learned to do well, lots of things that I did really poorly and, uh, Fortunately, had good coaches along the way that helped me. So that's kind of a little bit of my background. Got uh, two great kids, and uh, uh, my wife is a tutor, and uh, and uh, but really a math expert. She's the smart one in the family um, that keeps me on the straight and narrow, uh, and also keeps me learning and growing. And uh, I live in Canada, just outside of Toronto. That is Greg Smith. Greg, there are so many things I could say right now. But I'm going to let people get to know us first. So I'm going to back off a little bit on my sarcastic comments. So myself, I originally went to school for social work a very long time ago. And at the time I was going to school, I was also working in a group home with developmentally handicapped adolescents. I also did a fair bit of work with victims of crime. For the last 33 years, I worked in the law enforcement and regulatory environment. Most of that as a financial crime type person. Like you, I had a lot of experience with management. I think I've been a manager probably around 20 plus years. I was very fortunate in the early days, especially to have a bunch of really good people around me to mentor me and to model what it is to be a good manager. It was a really good experience. People at times would pull me aside and say, Alistair, there's a better way to do this to get a better result. I totally love that experience. I've had that experience all through my management career. Even in the last job I did, I worked with another manager and this person was just off the charts and I learned so much from looking at things through their eyes. So I've been very, very fortunate. Now, I've done a bit of volunteering, 
For quite a few years, I worked on a multidiscipline team that assists various denominations deal with the issue of sexual abuse and misconduct in the church. This group of people I learned so much from, they're just a top-notch group of people. Very heavy subject, but I learned a lot in that, and as well, in the two major organizations I've worked with in my professional life, I had the opportunity to do a lot of outreach. That outreach was so good in my development as a person and as a manager. I worked with some great people. I literally met thousands of fantastic people. So that's kind of who I am and where I come from. And I think next, um, how did we come about doing this? So, uh, Greg. Sure. And one last thing I'll add to to, uh, a little bit about me, which you really highlighted there. I also have had the great opportunity to be involved in some volunteer organizations um, specifically kind of the area that I focus most on is poverty and also um, uh, new Canadians, refugees. And equally, I think something you said there really resonated with me was what you can learn um, from folks uh, that have different experiences than you. I mean, definitely I did learn from both coaches and leaders in the corporate environment, but I learned as much from folks in that I connected with and were a part of community with in that volunteer space that allows me to see a little bit differently. And throughout our this podcast, we'll talk about kind of things that we recognize in ourselves and learned. Uh, and uh, I think also it's a bit about being open to that learning. And you described it, you know, how much you learned along the way, that person pulling you aside and say, Alistair, there's a better way. Well, when you hear that there's a better way, um, all kinds of emotions and reactions come up. And I think uh, what we have learned, maybe a little bit because of our age, after time, you can't help but learn, hopefully, over time, but is, is how do you recognize when something maybe is uncomfortable, but it's something that you need to learn? And we'll talk a little bit about that later. Uh, so as far as us getting together, you know, what, how this started, uh, you know, I, I, we always say that it, it began... Uh, uh, following uh, really poor golf, uh, early morning golf games, that we we started uh, gathering at a local place to have e- eggs for breakfast and hang out. And and what we found is that um, maybe a combination of you know when you're walking together for an hour and a half, um, just when the two of us would go golfing, y- you talk uh, and you have all kinds of conversation. Then when sitting down and having breakfast these deep, honest um, uh, conversations would come up where we were really authentic with each other, that we would actually find ourselves sharing stuff we were going through, either at work or personal and those type of things. And we, and we jokingly at one point said, imagine if someone was actually listening to us uh, as a part of this. And I think that's where, um, I think what we got out of it personally and learned by being honest, authentic, open, um, respectfully direct with each other that, that we, we learned more and we expanded our thinking. So I think that's kind of where this started. How about you? What's your perspective, uh, Alistair? Certainly the golfing was poor, but we had a good time. Yeah, we're such good golfers. We don't actually keep score. Very telling. But yeah, we've been hanging out for years. We've been friends a very, very long time. And we relate to each other on a social basis as well. But that conversation at the diner, And I'm not sure everyone else that went to the diner appreciated our conversations because we were probably a little loud, but the people at the diner really liked us. Actually, I think you're their favorite because they love you. But this conversation became a bit more focused. A couple years ago, I started going through a transition at work and you, Greg, are my friend. 
but you've also been my coach. You've been my coach like twice. Once I was a guinea pig for some course you were taking, I'm sure you did really, really well with me as your subject. But the second time, I was going through a difficult time and I needed your advice and your experience to help me navigate the situation and you were one of the founding members of Team Alistair. You, my wife, your sister, and a couple other people kind of came together to give me some advice and help out. But during those discussions, a side product was developed. And we started talking about how we as managers had missed the mark and how other people had come alongside us, supplemented by some training. But it's those conversations with other people that helped us develop as managers to see things differently, to understand our attitudes and the way that we approach people. And so this side thing started up and we started talking about how we'd failed and missed the mark. As I like to say it, and the discussions were just so good. I really wish we'd had a tape recorder on the table when we're having this discussion because it was animated, it was funny, it was serious, it was vulnerable, it was obstinate, and at times it was everything. And I really wish we'd had a tape recorder because because we'd already have the podcast. We just had to get somebody much better than us to actually edit it. And quite frankly, we had to do a podcast. I started thinking about it. Then we started talking about it like we had to do a podcast. Otherwise, you and I were going to have to go on the road on comedy festivals and start talking about this stuff. And I understand a little bit about the world of comedy from some podcasts, interviews, and and some TV. And quite frankly, I don't stay up that late or do the lifestyle. So that wasn't going to work for me. But so we talked about this podcast and we agreed that we're going to kind of go into a development phase, which is ending very quickly. And we started knocking off these podcasts. And we've got quite an inventory already set up. And you know, in a very short time, we're going to step off the edge and invite everybody into our conversation. Yeah. And, you know, we'll, we'll say this, I think, I think we say this on almost every podcast is we definitely are not experts. Um, we, we have, we do have lots of experience, uh, both on um, doing things incorrectly and learning and also some experience on doing things right. And also definitely have a wide view and have had many coaches that have helped us think along the lines. So part of, uh, Part of our thinking is that uh, uh, because we enjoy these conversations so much, and there are some, I think, some really great things that I learn every week, because you and I are different. You know, we described our backgrounds, and I've been kind of more the corporate guy and uh, the person who's kind of come up through that channel. Uh, we both have a volunteer's heart that we like to contribute something broader, and we both are inquisitive and wanting to learn. Uh, but you know, you're, you are, you're a copper who has a social uh, background in social services. Uh, and uh, you, you are uh, more of a straight shooter. Um, you, you will uh, say what you think. I am more of a peacekeeper at times, although as I've gotten older and more confident and more self-aware of who I am and what I, what I think is important, I've become more, um, more uh, direct in my in my speaking so i think what what we we bring the best of each other and i think you captured a couple of key things that that sense of vulnerability uh that sense of a willingness to say i don't know uh or here's the mistake that i made uh i think that's uh we need more of that frankly in the world um and uh by our conversations it's helped me strengthen those things um, as well as strengthen my voice on what do I really think and why do I think that way while still being open to others' thoughts and that. So we hope that that will um, come out in our podcast. We think it will, and uh, but we do want to emphasize we're not experts. We're just two folks that have had some experience that we, we think that might uh, um, 
uh, kind of open and um, ignite further dialogue around your experience and the things that you've learned as well. Yeah, for me, I agree with everything you said and what we're doing. We're not experts, that's for sure. But what we're doing is inviting you to eavesdrop on our conversation at the diner to pull up a chair to the table and just listen as we try to work things out, talking about various situations and topics on how perhaps we've missed the mark and how other people have influenced us and given us a hand in dealing with those situations. This is just a conversation between two people talking about their experience and trying to better their skills and approach as a manager. We're modeling that you can have a discussion and you and I are very different in many ways. Although there's some similarities to us in our personal lives, we come from very different jobs. What we hope we're doing here is that we model that you can have a half decent conversation and that if you're in a safe place and you have a connection and you're open, that you can have a good conversation, even though you might disagree on things. And there are times when we do disagree. It might not be readily apparent during the podcast. But one of the things I like about talking to you, Greg, is that even if you're talking about something that perhaps I have no context for or I don't understand, I've never been in that situation, but I don't dismiss what you say. I take it and I put in a little cubbyhole and I go, you know, right now that might not be the reality. I might not have any experience in that, but you know, for sure, the way that life works in two years, that's going to come up and we're going to go, I'm going to give you a call. But what I really like about this is this is the type of discussions managers need to have. We get all sorts of training, but how do you actually implement that and do the job? You need somebody around that you can bounce things off of. It might not be your boss. There's a certain relationship with your boss, a certain dynamic. But who do you go to if to maybe bounce some ideas off or maybe you don't even have an idea? And that's what I valued about our conversations. It's because we're so different. In our experience, you can sit there and talk and I go, that's interesting. I've never thought of it that way. I know it's the reverse as well. So this is what I really like about this experience is that I've always had somebody to talk to. I couldn't imagine being a manager, being isolated and not having anybody to talk to. What is it like for somebody that you know on a certain day becomes a manager and now they have a very different relationship to the people they've been working with the day before? That to me, I can't fathom. So I've always been very, very fortunate to have somebody to talk to. I've had you to talk to and we've been doing this. We've been recording podcasts for a couple months now and we're going to release a podcast on the public soon. This is what I hope people get out of this podcast is us talking about a bunch of different things and trying to put things in a certain perspective and to be helpful to people. But one of the things I want out of this is to encourage people to reach out and develop those types of relationships, those professional and personal relationships, so that as they go through their life as a manager, they can do it in a way that they're not getting frustrated. They have somebody to talk to, that they can become a better person, a better manager, and a better member of whatever organization it is that you're involved in. So what this is really about is two guys talking. We're inviting you to pull up a chair to the table at the diner and eavesdrop on our conversation. Hopefully you can take some stuff away from it and you can have conversations of your own. But that's kind of really what my aim in this podcast is to encourage those types of things. Yeah, you know, what's interesting is uh, you, as you know, Alistair, because thank you, you were one of my first editor readers of uh, the book that I just completed. Uh, and uh, Awesome book, awesome book. <laughs> and, uh, you know, this is something that I've thought about writing for a long time. And, and what was really interesting for me is that the book is, is right now titled Seeking and Enabling Safe, Brave Spaces. And the idea is, is what I've learned over my life and my career in the importance of building both a safe place, uh, a place of understanding and confidence and trust in yourself and others around you, and a brave space 
a space where I can voice, courageously voice my opinions and share my ideas. And what really makes this interesting as we began this podcast and as I reflect upon our relationship, our relationship is actually an expression of a safe, brave space. One in which that that it's safe enough for each of us to be vulnerable, to actually to bring forth and learn from ourselves and be open to that growth, but also to share our opinions when we have differences. And uh, I laugh. You said earlier about how sometimes you'll leave or you'll think about something I said later on in a, after a podcast, and I've done that too, where I've listened to you and you said something, and I've. I've raised my point and in my head I say, well, you know, that's not my experience, you know, and, and then the following week, uh, I had, it was hilarious how much I was recognizing that experience and your experience in my experience. And so, uh, one of the things we'll talk later, one of the topics is sarcasm. And that was one of my favorites because I, you and I have a different opinion on that. And yet <laughs> I discovered the week or two afterward, my expression is probably a little bit more closer to yours than I thought it was. So uh, anyways, those are things that we can learn. And the thing is just to kind of, especially when you hear those niggles and uh, um, you will hear at the end of our podcast, Alistair shares uh, um, uh, kind of an approach that I have in life. And that is that I've learned from being coached and now coaching is that uh, uh, the best dialogues, the best sessions are when you either leave with joy and excitement or churniness and peeved offness uh, in in that, and both are good, right? Because if you leave when you're excited about something, you know you've made traction. That's good, but that churn inside you, or that maybe even a little anger peeved off, um, is also a great signal to say, mm, "There's something juicy here that I need to learn." And not comfortable, but I need to learn it. So even you and I, sometimes we will leave our conversations really joyful and excited and pumped with regards to something that we've done well or we were making great traction against. And then there's other times when it'll just kind of sit there and churn a little bit and both are really, really rich. And we hope that in some of those conversations will that uh, that folks will leave with a little bit of both of those things because they're both great for self-awareness and growth of, of what we've at least discovered that between ourselves. So I have two points. One, are you saying that I won the discussion on sarcasm? That's what I'm taking away from this. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, yes, I do believe that I, you, um, I, well, I'm not sure if you won. I do think I, I do think uh, sarcasm is uh, is a tool. However, I recognize that I use them a lot more than I thought I did. I'll take that. And number two, what you just said there is exactly what we want out of this podcast. We want people please understand how we're approaching this. We're just two guys having a conversation in a diner. There's no other motives to this. But what I love about what you say at the end of every podcast is exactly that you know, celebrate, you know, if we affirm something that you're doing or say that you know, hey, we do that too. That's fantastic. And if we take you to that uncomfortable place where you're going, I'm not really happy with what they say, like, do I do that? And you get into that kind of space. That's a good thing too. As I get older and gain more experience in many aspects of my life, getting into that uncomfortable spot is not a bad thing. It's actually a place where you, if you're open, you can learn a lot. Greg, when you wrap up and give that philosophy that you have that I find personally very helpful and you agree with us and that's been your experience, it's fantastic. But if we take you to that place where, you know, perhaps you're uncomfortable, we kind of designed the podcast to take you to that place as well, because that's such a great learning place, right? 
This is where, you know, take a critical look on how you do things and stuff. And maybe that's the place that you reach out to people and ask their thoughts and opinions on it. So I just love the way that we end these podcasts when you talk about that philosophy, Greg. Because if that wasn't the case, there's no point doing this podcast. It's just two guys going back and forth. So I really like that that's the way we're going to end every podcast with a discussion on your philosophy of, you know, happy or peeved. It's fantastic. Um, so we're almost done the background or do you have anything of kind of like a final wrap up comment? Yeah. And I think that, you know, that whole idea of creating that safe and brave space that, 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 that we can do both of that. We can do those things that we can be open with each other, that we, you know, approaching this, that we actually have each other's back. We, we want to support and sometimes having someone's back is calling out something, um, uh, reflecting back something um uh, and and or bringing up a point that you believe is really important to hear uh but also being open to listen so those things are all really really important i i i love that that's fantastic so going forward we're going to drop one episode a week i think we by the time we're done we're going to have a 24 episode series for you to drop in and listen to so i think the first week we're going to drop this one and i'm not sure the next episode we're going to be dropping but uh, whatever it is, uh, hopefully people enjoy that as well. And yeah, we're going to drop one a week until 24 episodes or whatever. Uh, and we're actually thinking about, well, let's plug it now, version 2.0. And you've kind of intimated it in your talk so far. And we've talked a little bit about it. There's a number of subjects that you and I haven't talked about in this series because it isn't our experience. Or it's one of those things that we're probably not the right people to champion that. But what we're going to do in version 2, if this goes well, and I'm hoping it does go well, in version two, what we're going to do is bring in someone else into the conversation to talk about specific topics and to learn and listen from them and to ask questions in a nice, safe, you know, brave space and elevate the conversation to a certain extent. But in this series, we hope that you drop in from time to time, listen to what we, what we're chatting about. We hope that you find what we're talking about helpful. Like we said, we hope that you don't find anything we spoke of offensive or made you angry, but, but you know, your philosophy, Greg, is what we're looking for in this thing. Hopefully you celebrate with us when we have a common experience and it's good, but we also take you to that uncomfortable situation sometimes. So that's what we hope to get out of this and, you know, drop in whenever you can. And if you like it, share it with other people, but we'll be dropping uh, shortly and we just welcome you to the table in the diner to listen to us talk. So people take uh, time with the people that you work with. They are an important part of your job, your success, or your failure. Talk to you next time. Take care.